Alright, here we've got the album called By Chance. Simply because this album was made entirely by chance. And uh, that's not a pun. Well, it is a pun. I'm not really sure what's going on right now. Here we have the album By Chance. And we're going to start off with Heavy Metal Kinetic Song. Great. That was a that was a very good song in my opinion because I loved the the tone of, of its it's it kind of reminded me of a winter wonderland. All right, now we're gonna enter a song called New Proj. New Proj. Proj standing for project. Here we go.
You know, I'm honestly really not even sure how I felt about that one. It's kind of all over the map. Uh, but that's, uh, that's what happens in some of these electronic experimental songs sometimes. Okay, uh, that was weird. We're going to get into a song called SC-51 now.
Huh, that was interesting. Um, it was kind of like a, a background of the mind, almost, as it sort of endlessly repeated itself. Great. Well, we're going to get into, uh, be prepared for this, this next song, because it's called The Craziest Song in the World, and it just might be. Oh yeah! Rick 
tears right now uh, no matter what's going on in my life if i listen to that song i'm instantly put in a good mood and i i, I pretty much laugh the entire time <clears throat> except for the 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 part where he, he leaves anyway uh the eternal fire coming up next hello and welcome to the eternal fire the death of all mankind, the death of yourself, as the fire grows hotter, the end has come, so welcome to the death of yourself.
when I listen to the Eternal Fire now, a couple of years after making it, I kind of wonder, what was I thinking when I made this song? And that sometimes happens in some of my songs. And so I think the problem with myself is that I become really emotionally attached to the song. And I notice that in working with other artists as well, when we're, you know, they're asking me for feedback on their song and I'm trying to give them feedback and I know it makes sense and they know it makes sense. And they literally can't change the song. They can't alter the music because they're so attached to what they've created, to what they've put their energy into, that they literally cannot accept the feedback that they know to be right, and I know to be right. And they can't, they can't change or alter the song. So I think in some of my works, it'd really help to just uh, create, create the album. You know, I usually let a week or two go by uh, before saying, okay, the song's finalized, I like it. What I really think what I need to do is just I need to make the album and then I need to let like three months go by. And I think three months is enough time where I would I wouldn't be attached to the song anymore. And so I think I think, you know, there's an there's an element of, of that e emotional unattaching process that is pretty vital to include in the works of art that we make. Um, yeah, because this this song to me is an example of there was there was a lot of just swaths of time where I would just completely cut it out because it doesn't even I don't feel I feel like it detracted from the song more than it added to the song and it's kind of a shame because this is a really cool song there's a lot of really cool sounds in this piece uh, but unfortunately just those detracting elements kind of turn it into a song that's like yeah it's, that was okay it's kind of cool I guess but not something I'd want to listen to over and over again. So that's that's really where that that comes into play, and then certainly collaborating with others can uh, speed up that process, that emotional and attachment process, because they're not going to be attached. So you have someone listen to it, you get their feedback, it can significantly speed up um, errors in the song, uh, in removing such errors. All right, and now we've got a song called Eerie Sixty Seven. <laughs> 